وَأَقُولُوا فِي الْقُرْآنِ مَا جَاءَتْ بِهِ آيَاتُهُ فَهُوَ الْكَرِيمُ الْمُنْزَالُ وَأَقُولُوا قَالَ اللَّهُ جَلَّ جَلَالُهُ وَالْمُصْطَفَى الْهَادِي وَلَا أَتَأَوَّلُ الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد إن شاء الله تعالى today we're going to start a series in which I will be speaking about the life and the biography of the ten that were promised Jannah and today inshallah ta'ala I'm going to start with uh, Abi Bakr al-Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala anhu Abu Bakr al-Siddiq is Khalifa to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam died he took over and he was the successor of the Prophet alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa and his name is Abdullahi and some of the scholars they said his name is Atiq Ibn Abi Quhafah, Uthman Ibn Amir, Ibn Amr Ibn Ka'ab, Ibn Sa'ad, Ibn Taym, Ibn Murrah, Ibn Ka'ab, Ibn Luayn Al-Qurashi Taymiyyu, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. That's his full name. He meets the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Taym Ibn Murrah. That's where they come together, him and the Prophet alayhi wa sallam. He died the year 13 Hijriyah. That's when he passed away and he died. His daughter Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha she said Ismuhu alladhi sammahu ahluhu bihi the name in which his family called him is Abdullahi and this is his actual name and I've taken uh, upon myself a few years back just to test a lot of people with the name of Abu Bakr I asked them I said to them What's the name of Abu Bakr? And everybody, or a lot of those who I asked, they said, Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr. And some said, I don't know. I thought his name was Abu Bakr. No, his name is actually Abdullahi. And some, some uh, scholars believe his name is Atiq. Aisha said, Ismuhu alladhi sammahu ahluhu bihi Abdullah. The name that his family called him is Abdullah. Walakin ghalaba alayhi Atiq. But this name Atiq, became, it overtook Abdullah, but his actual name is Abdullah, okay? And brothers and sisters, is very important, Wallahi brothers, that we don't dismiss the biography and the life of these great Imams, these great individuals, these great personalities, Abu Bakr, As-Siddiq, the great scholar of this Ummah, the great companion of the Prophet It's really embarrassing that we don't know his name, we don't know his biography, we don't know who he was, Ibn Abi Mulaika and other than him, they said, that Atiq is actually not his name. His name is actually uh, Abdullahi, but his nickname is Atiq. So there's two views when it comes to Atiq. Some scholars, they mention his name is Atiq. Uh, and some scholars they mention no Atiq is a nickname of his his real name is Abdullahi Yahya ibn Ma'inin he said Laqabuhu Atiq his nickname is Atiq so the question here is why was he called Atiq Yahya ibn Ma'inin he said لِأَنَّ وَجْهَهُ كَانَ جَمِيلًا 
The reason is because his face was very beautiful. Abu Bakr was a very handsome individual. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And that's why he was called. Ibn al-Arabi, he said, Al-Arabu taqoolu lishayi idha balagha nihayata fil jawdah atiq. Ibn al-Arabi, he said, that the Arabs, when something reaches its fullest, when something reaches its complete version in terms of its authenticity and its terms of its purity and beauty, they call it Atiq. And that's why he was called Atiq. Abu Bakr, anhu, he was awwala man amana min al-rijali. He was the first, anhu, awwala man amana min al-rijali. He was the first to believe from the men. There was no man that believed in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before Abu Bakr. وَأَسْلَمَ أَبَوَاهُ Abu Bakr, his father and his mother both took Islam. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, مَا أَسْلَمَ أَبَوَا أَحَدٍ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ إِلَّا أَبُو بَكَر From the Muhajirin, no one's, no one from the Muhajirin whose two parents, whose two parents, Yani became Muslims other than Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was the only Muhajir whose two parents took Islam. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu كان أبيض نحيفا لطيفا خفيف العريضين يخضب شيبه بالحناء والكتم. Abu Bakr was white and he was very skinny. Nahif means he was skinny. He also was العريضين, The two sides of his bed side عارض is the side of your bed was very thin He didn't have thick hair Very thin Also he had some white hair And what he used to do with that white hair Is that he used to put henna on it Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu And that's something brothers and sisters That his father was instructed by the Prophet Abu Bakr, he brought his father Abi Quhafa, Uthman ibn Abi Quhafa, he brought him to Nabilah Muhammad. Remember when Abu Bakr uh, brought his father to the Prophet والسلام, and the Prophet والسلام, he saw uh, Abi Quhafa, uh, his beard was completely white and the Prophet وسلم, he said to Abi Quhafa uh, he said, غير الشيب يعني alter and change the your grey hair change it okay or your white hair change it and the Prophet said to him وجتني بالسواد and stay away from using black and stay away from using uh, black so Abu Bakr did the same and he used to place on those white parts of his bed he would place Hina on it, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Urwat ibn al-Zubayr, he said, Aslama Abu Bakr. Urwat ibn al-Zubayr, by the way, his mother is who? Abu ba- Asma bint Abi Bakr. Urwat ibn al-Zubayr, his mother is Asma bint Abi Bakr. And Asma bint Abi Bakr is the daughter of Abi Bakr. Urwat ibn al-Zubayr ibn Awam was married to who? Zubair ibn Awam was married to Asma bint Abi Bakr. Zubair ibn Awam. Okay. He was married to who? 
he was married to Asma binti Abi Bakr. And Zubair ibn Awam's mother was who? Safiya binti Abdul Muttalib. Zubair ibn Awam's Zubair ibn Awam's mother was Safiya binti Abdul Muttalib, who's the Prophet's what? Auntie. So you can see the you can see the relationship here between the Prophet's family and Abu Bakr's family at a very early stage. How they were connected and they were close to one another. And the Prophet, of course, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, married the daughter of Abu Bakr, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And that again strengthened the bond between the two of them. So Urwat ibn Zubair used to enter onto his auntie Aisha. That's his maternal auntie, right? So he used to enter onto her. And he knew a lot about his granddad, Urwat ibn Zubair. He would know a lot about his granddad. So he said, Aslama Abu Bakrin. He said, Abu Bakr took Islam. Yawma Aslama. The day in which he took Islam, walahu arba'una alfa dinarin. Abu Bakr took Islam the day he took Islam and he had 20, he had 40,000 dinar. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. وَوَرَدَ أَنَّهُ تَجَرَ إِلَى بُصْرَى غَيْرَ مَرَّةٍ And it was mentioned that Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu is a businessman. So he traded and he made business to Busra in Sham more than once. And it was also mentioned أنه أنفق أمواله على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وفي سبيل الله عز وجل. يعني وعروة ابن الزبير هي is trying to say is that Abu Bakr he had 40,000 dinar brothers and sisters dinar is thousands of dollars. A lot of money. Abu Bakr was wealthy, extremely wealthy. And again, he was a trader. He was a businessman. He used to go to Busra, buy products and sell them and etc. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And what did he do with his wealth that he had? He gave all of it to the Prophet والسلام, and in the cause of this religion. The Prophet وسلم, he said in a hadith that Imam Ahmad narrated and Imam al-Nasa'iyu narrated in his kubara. By the way, Imam al-Nasa'iyu, his sunan is two types. There's sunan al-kubara and there's the one that's called Al-Mujtaba. Al-Mujtaba is the Sughra. Scholars dispute, was it Nasa'i himself who actually يعني, summarized the book and summarized the Sunan and he made it into his Sughra? And is the Sughra actually from the Kubra because there are chapters in the Sughra that are not in the Kubra? And who was it the person who summarized it? There's discussion and dispute that the scholars mention. And when the scholars, they say, Rawahu nasa'iyu, do they actually mean the Kubra and not the Sughra? Or do they mean both? What's the istilah of Rawahu nasa'iyu? That's another discussion for another place. Ala kullin, the case, whatever it may be. Ahmad narrated fi musnadihi in his musnad. And Al-Imam nasa'iyu narrated in his Kubra that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ma nafa'ani malun kama nafa'ani malu Abi Bakrin. No wealth has benefited me, the Prophet said. The way that the wealth of Abi Bakr benefited me. Abu Bakr's wealth benefited the Prophet ﷺ greatly. Abu Huraira narrated this from the Prophet ﷺ بِسَنَدٍ صَحِيحٍ with this authentic chain. Amr ibn Asi radiallahu ta'ala anhu he mentioned he said Amr ibn Asi said Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah أَيُّ الرِّجَالِ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ Which of the men do you love? All of these men that are sitting in front of you that you know of who is the most beloved person to you? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he said, Abu Bakr. 
Abu Bakr was the most beloved person to the Prophet Al Imam Al-Tirmidhi authenticated من حديث عبد الله بن الشقيق that he said قلت لعائشة عبد الله بن الشقيق he said I said to عائشة أي أصحاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كان أحب إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عبد الله بن الشقيق he asked our mother عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها he said to her which of the companions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was most beloved to the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام Aisha, without any hesitation, she said, Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr. Then he asked her, Thumma man after that who? Qalat Umar, she said Umar. Qalat, قلت that I said to her after that, Abdullah bin Shakira said, Thumma man, who after that? Qalat, she said, Abu Ubaidah. قلت Thumma man, and then I asked her, who after that? Fasakatat, she went silent. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, that's what she mentioned. Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. This is something for the Rafidah and the Shia who try to put down Abi Bakr and Umar who speak ill against the two of them. What did Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu believe regarding Abu Bakr? What was his view regarding Abu Bakr and Umar? It was narrated that Ali radiallahu anhu he said and the Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam نظر إلى أبي بكر وعمر فقال علي بن أبي طالب mentioned that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم looked at أبي بكر وعمر and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said هذان سيدا كهول أهل الجنة من الأولين والآخرين إلا النبيين والمرسلين والمرسلين ترمذي authenticated this ابن ما generated الشيخ ناصر رحمه الله authenticated it in his سلسلة حديث الصحيحة that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, هَذَانِ these two, يعني أبي بكر عمر, they are سَيِّدَا كُهُولِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ The word kuhul, kahl, is the middle-aged person, who isn't too old and not too young. These are the kuhul أهل الجنة, سيد أهل الجنة, they're the masters. مِنَ الْأَوَّلِ وَلِينَ وَالْآخِرِينَ From the early, يعني from the Adam alayhi time until the last person. Not just Ummah Muhammad. I know, before the previous nations as well. Abi Bakr and Umar are what? Sayyida Kuhuri Ahli Jannah. Illa Nabiyina wal Mursaleen. Except, like in, the Prophets and the Messengers. Illa Nabiyina wal Mursaleena. Prophets and the Messengers, no. They can't be better than the Prophets and the Messengers. Who is saying this, brothers and sisters? Ali ibn Abi Talib. Abdullah ibn Abbas, he mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لو كنت متخذا من أمتي خليلا لاتخذت أبا بكر خليلا ولكن أخي وصاحبي في الله The Prophet sallam, he said if I was to take a خليل a خليل is a very close close high level friend if I was to ever take anyone as a خليل I would have taken Abu Bakr as a خليل The Prophet said this لو كنت متخذا if I were to take a خليل من أمتي from my أمه لاتخذت أبا بكر I would have taken أبو بكر خليلا as my خليل ولكن أخي وصاحبي but he's my brother and he's my companion في الله in this for the sake of Allah سبحانه وتعالى الإمام البخاري narrated it without mentioning the word في الله عمر رضي الله عنه he said عمر رضي الله عنه he said أبو بكر سيدنا وخيرنا وأحبنا إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم Umar testified to this. هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ He said, Abu Bakr is the master. 
He's our master. He is the, the best from amongst us. He's the most beloved one to the Prophet alayhi salatu Abi Sa'id al-Khudiri radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, Jalasa ala al-manbari. He mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day sat on the pulpit. Faqala the Prophet, he said, Inna abdan khayyarahu allahu bayna an yu'tiyahu min zahrati dunya ma sha'a wa bayna ma indahu fakhtara ma indahu. The Prophet, he spoke about an individual. Now this individual is ambiguous to all of the companions except Abu Bakr. All of the other companions don't know who this person he's talking about is. So the Prophet said, Inna abdan. The Prophet made it ambiguous. A slave. خَيَّرَهُ Allah, Allah gave that slave a choice. بَيْنَ أَنْ يُؤْتِيَهُ مِنْ زَهْرَةِ الدُّنْيَا For Allah to give him the glamours and the glitters of this world. مَا شَاءَ وَبَيْنَ مَا عِنْدَهُ And what is with Allah يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ Allah gave a choice to this slave. Does he, do you want the glamours and the glitters, glitters of this dunya? Do you want the kunuz, the treasures of this dunya? Or do you want the akhirah? So what did the slave choose? He chose what was with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the Prophet said that, Abi Sa'id al-Khudri and all the companions are there, they're listening to the Prophet do the khutbah, because the Prophet is standing on the pulpit, يعني, sitting on the pulpit, the Prophet is talking. So they're all listening. Out of nowhere, فَبَكَى Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr started to cry. And his tears started to roll from Abu Bakr's eyes. And then he said, فَدَيْنَا we have freed our mothers and we will sacrifice our mothers and our fathers for your message of Allah. Abi Sa'id al-Khudri, he said, فَعَجِبْنَا We were taken back. We were gobsmacked. Mind-boggled. What's taking place? What's happening here? فَعَجِبْنَا We were fascinated. We were taken back by the statement of Abu Bakr and his reaction because the Prophet told us about a slave who was given a choice between this dunya and the hereafter, and the slave chose the hereafter. I mean, that's a good slave. There's nothing, what's there to cry about? What is there to be emotional about? And what is there for him to say that statement? What was the reason? So Abu Sa'id was taken back. He just didn't understand the reason to all of this. But, who was the Prophet referring to? And who was the Prophet talking about? The Prophet was talking about himself. The Prophet was referring to himself. It was him who he was talking about. In other words, the Prophet was saying to the companions, I have been given the choice to stay with you guys in this dunya and to remain in this dunya and to enjoy the beauty of this dunya or to go to Allah and enjoy the akhirah and the, uh, the companionship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the angels and the righteous slaves of Allah. And I have chosen to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Abu Bakr knew that the Prophet was going to pass away. He was going to die. ولذلك لقوا أبي سعيد الخدري said فعجبنا فقال الناس انظروا إلى هذا الشيخ the people started to say amongst themselves look at that sheikh يعني that old man أبو بكر يخبر رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the prophet is telling us about عن عبد خيره الله فيبكي ويقول فديناك بآبائنا وأمهاتنا the prophet told us about a person who was given the choice of this dunya and the hereafter and this person chose the hereafter and Abu Bakr cries and says, we free our mother and our father for you. Abu Sa'id then said, فَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ هُوَ الْمُخَيَّرِ The Prophet was the one that was given that choice. And look, underline this point. Look at this statement that came out of the mouth of Abu Bakr, uh, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. 
And the companions, they testified to this. What did they say? They said, وَكَانَ أَبُوْ بَكْرٍ أَعْلَمَنَا بِهِ Abu Bakr was the most knowledgeable one. In this ummah, there's no one more knowledgeable than Abu Bakr. The one who knew the Prophet the most. Hands down, Abu Bakr. No argument, no disputes in that matter. That's why he was the only one who led the prayer after the Prophet Sallallahu death. And the Prophet Sallallahu said to his daughter, Aisha, he said to her, go and command and instruct Abu Bakr to lead the, pre the, the people in the congregation. Because Abu Bakr is the most knowledgeable one. Did the Prophet not say, Let the one who knows the most Quran lead the people? Of course, he said that, Prophet. And Abu Bakr had the most Quran and he had more understanding of the Quran. Abu Bakr knew the Prophet's body features more than anybody else. One day, one day Abu Bakr started to cry and then he said, Ya Rasulullah, Qad shipped, O Messenger of Allah, you aged. Normally when you're with somebody every single day, you won't recognize the changes that happen to them. In order to understand a change that happens to a person's feature, you would have to be somehow, some way absent from them for a period of time. And so when you come back to them, you realize the differences. Abu Bakr was with the Prophet every time. He realized the Prophet's changes. And that could only occur if the person is always paying attention to the person. And that's what Abu Bakr was doing. He was consistently and continuously observing the Prophet and monitoring him because he wanted to live his life like the Prophet He wanted to be like the Prophet in everything he did. That's why Abu Bakr was the most knowledgeable. He knew the Prophet's words, the way he spoke. When you're very close to someone, as they say, you can finish off his sentences because you know what he means. You're very close. You become, you become one. Abu Bakr knew the Prophet even when the Prophet spoke ambiguously and was direct in things, Abu Bakr understood it. If you look at the relationship that him and the Prophet had, you would be amazed with how it was. At times, Abu Bakr would give fatwa in the presence of the Prophet One. One, one, uh, one moment, a person came to the Prophet والسلام, and then he told him a dream. And the Prophet listened to the dream. And the person said, Ya Rasulullah, what's the interpretation of that dream? Abu Bakr said, Ya Rasulullah, can I have a try? Can I try? Allahu Akbar. The Prophet said, hey, try. Abu Bakr went and he answered it. Then the Prophet said, Asabta ba'dan wa ba'dan. Half of it, I'm a part of it, you got it right. And half of it, I'm a part of it, you got it wrong. That was the relationship between the Prophet and Abu Bakr. So he realized what the Prophet was saying, where he was going out, where he was going with this conversation. He knew the Prophet was saying to the Sahabas, Bye, I'm leaving. I'm no longer going to be with you. And that's why Abu Bakr, عنه, he cried. Then the Prophet, look what he said after he saw Abu Bakr cry. And after he saw Abu Bakr say that statement, We free our mothers and our fathers for you. The Prophet looked at Abu Bakr and he said, the Prophet said, The person who has the who's bestowed the most favors onto me, the person who has favored me the most, in my companionship, in his wealth, is Abu Bakr. The Prophet said this. The person who has favored me the most, the one who has done the most for me, is Abu Bakr. 
in what lacking fi suhbati in my in his companionship of course he did abu bakr radiyallahu anhu when no one else traveled with the prophet he traveled with him he did the hijrah with the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam when the prophet was the most wanted man at that time the most wanted man quraish they put a bounty on his head alayhi salatu wasalam everybody would generally run away from a wanted man abu bakr accompanied the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam and it was abu bakr's family who served and took care of the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam it was abdul rahman ibn abdul rahman ibn abi bakr who was out looking out for the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam and abu bakr if anybody was coming he was going to quraish and listening to them what they were saying in their assemblies he was listening and finding out by the way abdul rahman ibn abi bakr at this time was not a muslim he was not a muslim the son of abu bakr but ma'a dhalika he came back to the Prophet Abu Bakr and said, Quraysh said this, Quraysh want to do this, Quraysh are planning this. And the person who's bringing the food to the Prophet and climbing the mountain and ripped her cloth and put the food in, in, into it was none other than Asma bint Abi Bakr, Abu Bakr's daughter. It was a whole entire family who served this religion. That's why the Prophet said, the person who has favored me the most in his companionship and in his wealth is Abu Bakr. And if I was to ever take someone as a Khalil, I would have taken Abu Bakr as a Khalil. But the reason I can't is, is brotherhood in Islam we already have. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi said, Do not let it remain in the masjid. Don't let a, يعني, a space within the masjid that's open except Abi Bakr. The hadith of Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim both narrated. Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في مرضه When the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was on, was, on, was on his deathbed, he said to his daughter, his, he said to his wife Aisha, the Prophet spoke to Aisha and he said to her, Udu li Abi Bakr. Go and call Abi Bakr for me. Udu, he said to her, uh, Go out and speak to Abi Bakr for me. And call him for me. Idu li Abi Bakr. Wa akhaka hatta aktuba kitaban. And your brother, so I can write something for you. Fa inni akhafu an yatamanna mutamannin wa yakulu qailun. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, I'm going to write something for you. I fear that a fear, I fear that a person will come and hope. And he would say, and a sayer might say, Allah refuses. Allah refuses. And the believers, except Abu Bakr. That's what I fear, the Prophet said, Sallallahu So the Prophet, Sallallahu he requested, and the Sahabas, they quarreled amongst themselves on this issue. Muhammad ibn Jubayr ibn Mut'ib, he said, Akhbarani Abi, anna mra'atan atat Rasulullah, Sallallahu A woman, she came to the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi fi shay'in. She spoke to the Prophet, Sallallahu about a bata. Fa'amaraha bi'amrin. The Prophet commanded her something. فقالت, the woman then said, أَرَأَيْتَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا بَأَجِدْكَ يعني The Prophet said to the woman, come back to me tomorrow. The woman, she said, Ya Rasul, what about if I come back tomorrow and I don't find you? What shall I do? 
If you're not alive, I don't find you and I can't see you, what shall I do? He said, Illam tajidni, if you don't find me, fa'ti Abi Bakrin, come to Abu Bakr. Yeah, and if you can't find me, go to Abu Bakr. Bukhari and Muslim both narrated. Abdullah ibn Mas'udin, he mentioned, Lama qubida Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, qalati al-ansaru, when the Prophet passed away, alayhi salatu wasalam, Ansar and the Muhajireen, as you all know, they thought, especially the Ansar, they thought to themselves, now that the Prophet passed away, we can choose and appoint someone from amongst ourselves. Khalas. So they said, Minna Amirun wa minkum Amirun. Ansar, they said to the Muhajireen, you guys appoint your own leader and we're going to appoint our own leader. Umar radiallahu anhu came and he said to them, Alastum ta'alamuna anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama. قَدْ أَمَرَ أَبَا بَكْرٍ فَأَأَمَّ النَّاسَ Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, this is when they went to Bani Saqifah and they, they tried to have their pledge of allegiance amongst themselves, Ansar. Umar radiallahu anhu, Abi Bakr, they entered onto them and Umar spoke to them. Umar said, أَلَسْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Ansar, don't you know أَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمَا that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qad amara Aba Bakrin, the Prophet commanded Abu Bakr fa'amma al-nasa, he led the people in the prayer fa'ayyukum tatibu nafsuhu whose nafs can let him ayyataqaddama Aba Bakrin to go before Abu Bakr Nabila Muhammad appointed Abu Bakr as the Imam in the Salah the best action after the Shahadatain the greatest thing a person can come with is the Salah, right? The Prophet entrusted Abu Bakr with the prayer and made him the leader. Who then from amongst you has the audacity and the courage in him or his nafs can even allow him to go before Abu Bakr? Look at the Ansar, they were righteous people. They said, Wallah, we seek refuge in Allah to go before Abu Bakr. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Sahaba to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa were human beings. Our companions, that we, the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa were human beings. Sometimes there was conflicts and disputes and argumentations might happen between them. But let's look at how they settled it. I'm going to mention a story of Abu Bakr and Umar and a conflict that happened between the two of them. And Imam al-Bukhari narrated in his sahih in hadith Abi Darda, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, kana bayna Abi Bakr wa Umar, there was between Abi Bakr and Umar a, a discussion and a dialogue. Something happened. فَأَغْضَبَ أَبُوْ بَكْرٍ عُمَرًا Abu Bakr must have said something that hurt Abu Bakr. Umar got angry. So Abu Bakr said something that angered Umar. Now Umar, what did he do? فَانْصَرَفَ عَنُهُ عُمَرًا مُغْضِبًا مُغْضَبًا Umar stood up and he got, got up and he just walked away from, Umar, uh, from Abu Bakr. Then Abu Bakr stood up and he ran after Umar. And he asked him, please forgive me. I'm sorry what I said. I shouldn't have said it. Umar anhu ignored Abu Bakr. He went into his house and he locked, he closed his door on the face of Abu Bakr. He ignored what he said. He got the door and he slammed it in the face of Abu Bakr. Brothers and sisters, a discussion happened between the two of them. Abu Bakr said something that upset Umar. Umar got angry. As soon as Umar stood up and walked off, Abu Bakr got after him and ran, ran after him. Look at the manners of the Sahabas and how conflict was settled. 
Umar ignored Abu Bakr. He's furious. He's angry. But he doesn't say a word of disrespect to Abu Bakr. Because that's his senior. It's his older brother. But he's angry with him. So Umar anhu, what he does, he goes into his house and he closes the door. Now Abu Bakr can't enter the house of Umar without his permission. And Umar has not given him the permission. Brothers and sisters, we ponder and we contemplate here and we think. Abu Bakr didn't say, oh well, I tried my best. You didn't want to accept my forgiveness. And he didn't walk away, wallah. He thought, what can I possibly do to get the forgiveness of my brother? Abu Bakr thought, he said to himself, what can I possibly do to get the forgiveness of my brother? I've wronged him. I've said something that upset him. He got angry. I tried to ask him for forgiveness. He didn't accept it. What can I possibly do that could, inshallah ta'ala, make him forgive me? He said, if I go to the Prophet, and I speak to the Prophet, maybe the Prophet can influence Abu Umar to forgive me. So Abu Bakr went to the Prophet the Messenger وسلم, he saw Abu Bakr from far. The Prophet. The Prophet would sit with his companions and he saw from Abu Bakr walking from far. He could see him. Salawatullahi wa And then the Prophet, because he knows Abu Bakr, the same way Abu Bakr knew the Prophet deeply and studied the Prophet, the Prophet was like that to Abu Bakr as well. The Prophet and Abu Bakr had a very strong bond. So when the Prophet saw him from far, the Prophet said, um, he said, Amma sahibukum hadha faqad ghamar. He said, for as your, he's talking to the companions, the Prophet. He said, as for your friend, Abu Bakr, means he went into a discussion, a heated discussion, and something went wrong in that discussion, the Prophet said. Yani he's upset. Umar today, Abu Bakr's face does not look like he's pleased. Something has upset Abu, Abu Bakr, the Prophet said. Abu Darda mentioned, وَنَدِمَ Umar عَلَى مَا كَانَ مِنْهُ Now, Abu Bakr is walking to the Prophet ﷺ. Umar at home thinks about what he did, how he closed the door in front of his brother Abu Bakr. Look at the bond between these Sahabas. There's a lot we can learn from it. Umar, he realized, he said, I have, I have upset my brother. I have hurt my brother and I shouldn't have done that. He asked for my forgiveness and I should have accepted it. So he got up and he went out of his house and he came to the house of Abu Bakr. When he came to the house of Abu Bakr, he was told that the Prophet Abu Bakr is not here. And as soon as he was told Abu Bakr is not here, he knew where Abu Bakr would be. So he said, I'm going to go to the Prophet As for Abu Bakr, he came to the Prophet وسلم, and then he told the Prophet وسلم, what took place and what happened. As soon as Abu Bakr told the Prophet وسلم, what happened between him and Umar, look what happened. The narration it mentions Another narration mentions The Prophet's face changed. The Prophet became very angry. Abu Bakr kept saying, Wallahi ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah. I was the one who wronged him. I was the one who oppressed him. Another riwayah mentions that Abu Bakr was standing and when he saw the Prophet's face change, he fell on his knees on the ground. And then he said, Ya Rasulullah, I was the one who wronged him. It wasn't Umar's fault. But the Prophet didn't listen to Abu Bakr. And the Prophet waited for Umar to come. 
And as soon as Umar reached and the face of the Prophet fully changed, the Prophet said the following to Umar and to all of the companions, something that changed the entire companions the way that they looked at Abu Bakr. The Prophet said to them all, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ تَارِكُوا لِصَاحِبِي Are you not going to leave my friend for me? The Prophet is talking to Abu Bakr, he's talking to Uthman, he's talking to Ali, he's talking to Khalid bin Walid, he's talking to Ashr bin Bashir bin Jannah, all of them are sitting there. And the Prophet said to them, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ تَارِكُوا لِصَاحِبِي Are you guys not going to leave my friend for me? As though the rest are not companions, as, as, as though the rest are not his sahib, we refer to all the other Sahabas as the companions of the Prophet. But the Prophet said, Hal antum li Are you not going to leave my friend alone for me? And then the Prophet reminded them something. The Prophet said, Inni qultu. The Prophet said, I said to all of you guys, all of you guys here, Quraysh. Inni qultu ya nas. I said to all of you people, O oh people, inni Rasulullah ilaykum jami'ah. I am a messenger sent from Allah to all of you. Faqultum kadabta. All of you guys said to me, you're a liar. All of you guys disbelieved in me. Waqala Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was the only man who said to me, Sadaqta, you told the truth. He believed me at a time when none of you believed in me. He chose to believe in me. The Prophet also said, Abu Bakr, he helped me and he aided me through his family and his wealth. He gave me everything. Abu Darda mentioned in that narration, from that day onwards, no one ever dared to speak back at Abu Bakr. No one did. Abu Bakr reached that level. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. At that level, the Prophet وسلم, he said in another narration, every single one of you, the Prophet said to his companions, every single one of you who's sitting here, whatever you've done for me, I've done for you in return. I've repaid you back. Only Abu Bakr. He said, إِلَّا أَبَا بَكَرْ أَوْنِي أَبُو بَكَرْ فَتَرَكْتُ I have left Allah to reward him. I can't. Too much what Abu Bakr has done for me. رضي الله تعالى عنه عطاء بن سائبن He said, لما استخلفه لما استغلف أبو بكر When Abu Bakr was made the governor of the Muslims أصبح وعلى رقبتي أثواب يتجر فيها فلقيه عمر وأبو عبيدة when Abu Bakr was appointed the Muslim leader and he was made in charge, he used to go to the market, Abu Bakr, and he, there were thobes that he had on his shoulders. Yani cloths he had on his shoulders and he was, he was making money. He's the Khalifa of the Muslims, the leader of the Muslims. He wanted to make money for his family. He wasn't using the wealth of the Muslims. So Umar and Abu Ubaidah, Two people who were promised general life, they saw Abu Bakr in this situation. They spoke to him. They said, What are you doing, Abu Bakr? He said, Where can I provide my children from? Where am I going to bring rizq for my children? Abu Bakr has his control in Baytu Mali al Muslimin. 
the Muslim's wealth is in his possession. And the response he gives to Umar and Abu Ubaidah, he says to both of them, How am I going to provide for my children? They said, Go and let's write for you something from the Baytul Mal Muslimin. Let's give you a portion, something that you can have. They made something for him that he could use for his children so he can govern the Muslims. Abu Bakr he was a'lamu Quraysh bi ansabiha. Abu Bakr was very knowledgeable when it came to the lineage of Quraysh. He knew it very well. And he was, in regards to the companions, after the Prophet, he was the most knowledgeable when it came to interpretation of dreams. And he was also a well-spoken person, eloquent in his speech. He could give powerful reminders and sermons. Zubayr ibn Bakarin, he said, from some of his shuyukhs, he said, the, the, the public speakers from the companions were Abu Bakrin and Aliyin. Abu Bakr and Ali were well-spoken, both of them. Um, Abdurrahman ibn Abi Layla, he mentioned that Umar Sa'id al-Mabara. Umar radiyallahu anhu, one day he went onto the pulpit and he said, أَلَا إِنَّ أَفْضَلَ هَذِي الْأُمَّةَ بَعْدَ نَبِيِّهَا أَبُو بَكَرَ Umar رضي الله عنه, he said, the most virtuous person in this ummah after the Prophet ﷺ is Abu Bakr. فَمَنْ قَالَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ Umar said this at the time when he was the Muslim Khalifa. He said, if anyone says other than that, that there's someone better than Abu Bakr. بَعْدَ مَقَامِي هَذَا after I've, all, I've told all of you guys now, Umar is saying, that person is a muftarin. He's a liar and a fraudster. I'm going to lash him, the lashing I would lash a person who accuses a person of something. Al-Imam al-Dhahabiyu, he says, when he brings out those narrations and the call of Ali ibn Abi Talib as well, where Ali said, Ali said this, that the most virtuous person after the Prophet is Abu Bakr and after him is Umar. Abdullah ibn Ahmad ibn Hamad narrated in his Zawaid of his father and Tabarani narrated in his Mu'jam al-Kabir. Zahabi after bringing that in his kitab Sayyid Alam in Ubala he says Hada wallahi al-Azim Zahabi say this Hada wallahi al-Azim by Allah I swear he said Zahabi Qalahu Aliyun Ali did say that Wawa mutawatiru al-Anhu and this has reached multitude narration from him Ali said this because Ali said this on the pulpit of Kufa when there was Shia trying to come out and try to push Ali too high. Ali said this on the pulpit so they can hear this. May Allah's continuous curse be upon the Rafidah who's more, who's more ignorant than them. Ali ibn Abi Talib also said, The one who has the most reward when it comes to the Mus'haf that we read from is Abu Bakr. He was the first one who compiled the Qur'an in its two covers. He covered it. He brought it together. That is some of the virtues of Abu Bakr and what type of person he was. Abu Bakr 
as our mother Aisha mentioned, her father was passing away and she said the following lines of poetry in the presence of her father. She said, لَعَمْرُكَ مَا يُغْنِي الثَّرَاءُ عَنِ الْفَتَاءِ إِذَا حَشْرَجَتْ يَوْمًا وَضَاقَ بِهَا الصَّدْرُ She read these lines of poetry where she was praising her father and how great and noble he is and how his situation is right now and how he's passing away. But her father, he didn't accept that. He said to her, لَيْسَ كَذَلِكَ لَيْسَ كَذَاكَ The matter is not like that, my daughter. وَلَكِنْ قُولِي Rather, what you should say is, وَجَاءَتْ سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ That death has come. Death has now come. And Abu Bakr When death came to him, his daughter Aisha was with him. She mentioned, أَنَّ أَبَا بَكْرٍ حِينَ حَضَرَهُ الْمَوْتُ When Abu Bakr, his death came to him. قَالَ لِهِ said to me, إِنِّي لَأَعْلَمُ عِنْدَ آلِ أَبِي بَكْرٍ غَيْرَ هَذِهِ اللَّقْمَةِ أَمَا أَلِّقْحَةِ he said to her, Abu Bakr said to his daughter Aisha on his deathbed, I know my daughter. That my, the family of Abu Bakr, they do not have the only thing that they have is this al-naqah, al-halub, just a, a she camel that can be, yani milk can be taken from it, just one. وَغَيْرَ هَذَا الْغُلَامِ And just one slave boy. فَإِذَا مِتُّ If I die, فَادْفَعِي ذَلِكَ إِلَى عُمَرِ Give this to Umar. فَلَمَّا دَفَعَتُ إِلَى عُمَرِ When she gave it to Umar, he said, رَحِمَ اللَّهُ أَبَا بَكْرٍ When Umar was given it, he said, May Allah have mercy on Abu Bakr. لَقَدْ أَتْعَبَ مَنْ بَعْدَهُ He has burdened the ones who come after him. And he never possessed anything from the dunya. And he has now shown us, even at his last moments. Yeah, and what he was trying to say was, this wealth is not mine, Abu, uh, my daughter. This is only for the Baytul Man Muslim. Give it to the next Khalifa. Let him, it's his. Um, when he passed away, I mean, when he was on his deathbed, Abu Bakr requested for his wife, Asma' bin Umaysin, to wash him. And she's not able to do it she can use the help of Abdul Rahman ibn Abi Bakr. And he requested, as Al-Qasim mentioned, he asked and he requested that he be buried next to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Aisha radiallahu anha, she did that for him. And he was buried next to the Prophet alayhi salatu salam. And today that's where he's placed, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, he died masa'a laylati thulatha'i li tamanina baqina min jamadi al-akhirah. وله ثلاث وستون سنة. He died when he was sixty-three years of age, and he was uh, he was the Khalifa of the Muslim for two years and one hundred days. And he two years and one hundred days. رضي الله تعالى عنه. I'm going to stop there. Inshallah تعالى. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and Shaytan, and Allah and His Messenger are both free from it. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدي أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أستغفرك وأتوب إليه. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. How can you do a two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel? Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward 
that could be waiting for you on the day of judgment if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.